0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to season two of Knights of Evening Star. I'm your dungeon master, Mark Sherlock Humes, and I'm joined by my lovely cast of uh, players. We have Mika Burton, we have Anna Prosser, we have Shea Penguin, (laughs) because I've got to start it off with the the name, and (laughs) Nate Sharp as well. Uh, Thank you all for joining us for season two of Knights of Evening Star. We're glad to be back. It's been a break you guys hello (laughs) i just like the quiet sort of rock on symbol from (laughs) (laughs) me (laughs) <laughs> keeping it as we mean to go on. Um, but yeah, we missed you guys. We're glad to be back playing uh, Night's Evening Star. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, we're going to do a bit of a kind of formal recap, right? And then we're going to kind of do like a proper full-on, uh, this is the story so far. We're going to talk a little bit about um, from the characters' perspectives, reintroduce you to the characters, and then we're going to jump back into where we left things off in season one. Uh, I think that is pretty much it. Um, I guess the first thing we should do is have you guys just reintroduce who your characters are uh for this show. Yeah. Who first?
1: Those goes. Any.
2: I think it was Mika.
1: I'm... No, that like... was
2: Anna. Are you kidding it me? It was
1: either you or it was one of you two. Me and Nate were on it. <laughs> Hang on. I'll Fine, roll
2: with I'll go first. <laughs> oh there you
0: go. Perfect.
2: <laughs> My character is Agnes Crown Silver. She requires that you pronounce it Agnes, not Agni, like her pretentious royal family does. She does not hold with the royal tradition that she was raised in. She was raised as a noble and she um, has a distant claim to the throne but she does not think that's very cool. She thinks that the whole royalty situation oppresses the people. And so she walks a delicate balance between using her privilege to help and trying to eschew her privilege as much as possible. Um, She's also related, Um, she's half sister to Shady's character who he will introduce. And that's been really fun because she is a much older sister and has been kind of embroiled in the nobility but doesn't like it. Whereas he is just a newcomer to nobility and um, looks to her for advice sometimes. So very interesting. And she is a um, wildfire druid which used to be Unearthed Arcana, but now has just come out. Um, in Tasha's so I will be altering her character sheet to be the official version I've started working on it but I just want to give it a couple more checks before I start using it so yep. one more episode with Agnes as she was and then next week we'll move to having her the Transition. official version yeah nothing yep. much will change just a couple spells and a couple
0: of spells rolls. and um, some very minor changes to the wildfire spirit but nothing too mm-hmm. major perfect yep cool well i think it only makes sense that
1: shady tells us about his character next as uh the crown silver siblings you know i was together. the first one to do this mark but i will listen to my dm because you make the rules uh my character's name is tarko yes. crown silver uh he was a he grew up as a uh a wood half elf uh, in the uh king's forest king's wood and yes he is the half brother to agnes and uh, he found himself in a situation where he was happy with his life, but was offered an opportunity to come into the nobility. And his father kind of urged him and said, hey, this will be a good thing for you. Throughout season one, uh, he definitely leaned on Agnes so much to learn. Uh, he gained some confidence in his decision-making and abilities to be the Baron of Evening Star and finds himself in a tricky situation with a potential Fae demigod or Fey power. Just, I don't know who she is, but she's just, Pretty cute. Uh, potential no, no, thinking, situation. Oh. Potential situation. Um, yes, and uh that's that's Tarkle's story. I also he's a rogue. I should say that he's a rogue that might be <laughs> uh multi-classing soon, but not yet, not today. So don't worry about that, little kids. Look into that in the <laughs> Little future.
3: children watching.
1: Perfect. <laughs> uh let
0: us go with our Magister War Wizard Extraordinaire uh Azara, played by Mika.
3: That is that is true. Azara is a war wizard extraordinaire, now turned magister. Uh, Her name is Azara Mithras or Mithras, depending on how you say Mithril or Mithril. I guess it depends on your on your accent. Um, It
0: changes a lot between me. I probably say both. Oh, same. I do too.
3: (laughs) I I can't decide which one it is. But um, she is a draconic bloodline sorcerer. She is descended from the blue dragon of the lightning variety. Um, She once served under a. nasty asshole of of a royal um but has now come to uh, what? a nasty asshole of a royal and has now come to evening star to be magister and advisor to these lovely crown silver children um she is a little bit harsh in her ways as she is bred and born in war but she genuinely has a very kind heart under it all and just wants to see the good in the world um but she's not very good at doing showing. that at showing it <laughs> because she's like the war changes people (laughs) um and she also currently has a small crush on uh the lead (laughs) of the guard at yes your blade or blade captain melissa um Mm -hmm. because she is a bisexual disaster just like every character i play (laughs) Mom, and that is zara
0: That's the Zara. And then finally, certainly not last but not least, is our mystery boy, whose mystery got a little bit less mysterious in the very last episode of Season 1. Marcel, played by Nate.
4: Yeah, Yeah. so Marcel is a half-elf Eldridge Knight. Uh, Always keeps a mask up for reasons that are, well, I guess, spoilery for his story. If you haven't watched Season 1, then you totally have time right now to go watch the entire thing. (laughs) Um, It was revealed that Uh, He is traveling with a powerful, mysterious sword that is actually imbued with the soul of his brother, whose actual name is Marcel, while Marcel's name was Oliver, which is very confusing. Uh, So this was kind of uh, entrusted to Shady's character, touched very lightly on, but that's the the gist of it. And he basically almost always disapproves of whatever is going on. (laughs)
0: he's definitely the uh out of everything that's going on i think he is the the most sort of not out of his depth but the situation is in a depth that he's not interested in really Uh, Mm -hmm. it's more a case of going along with everything hoping to find the answers right uh to his own mysteries um cool those are the characters go on we should also
2: mention before we go too far that we do have our white text friend here who the chat has named dave I was going to mention this. Yes. Yeah, Dave has uh, taken on the moniker and I believe is actually in chat as well under Dave oh. WTF. What? Oh, wow. I believe I could be wrong. It could be an imposter. I don't know. Could be an imposter. We sus. don't know. Super sus. None yeah. of us know. Saw Dave We don't Bent.
0: know. We don't even know who White Text Friend is, so
3: it's true. We just hired somebody random. We put it up on Craigslist, yeah. and they responded.
0: <laughs> so. Absolutely, I've seen a lot of theories to Dave's identity. Uh, I'm not going to say whether they're correct or not, but I have seen a lot of theories. I've um, seen it. Very interesting. I'm uh, yeah. Well, There's uh, deep with Dave that, lore, I don't know about wow. Dave lore, the the great mystery. That's the greatest mystery of this campaign. Who is Dave? <laughs> uh, who is he going to start seeing? Picking up on subliminal messages in the campaign. Uh, it all ties back to Dave's identity. Um, <laughs> before we before we jump into the game, what I wanted to do, um, and maybe this can even be saved out as a video for folks in the future, I would like to go through and do like a big recap of everything that happened in season one. Maybe get you guys input and your thoughts and feelings about it as well. Or if you have like a thing that you suddenly remember that I've forgotten, feel free to jump in. Um, but kind of just going step by step. Knights of Evening Star is a campaign set in the land of Kormir in the Forgotten Realms. Kormir is a land of war wizards, of knights, of royalty, a kind of very Arthurian England um, sort of location. Uh, It is a forest kingdom, very much known for its ancient history with dragons. Uh, It has an army called the Purple Dragon Knights, named after the dragon Thormagor, uh, who once kind of ruled over the region, but was eventually defeated by an alliance of elves and humans. Our party are nobles or advisors, as mentioned, uh, who have come into the ownership of a small village called Evening Star that sits on... On the High Road, one of the main trade roads of Cormier. Evening Star is only a small village, but the lands around it are bountiful and full of potential. Now when these nobles first arrived, Evening Star was not such a peaceful land. It was actually under attack by a bandit called the Thornhand, Gaius Thornhand. And after investigating the trouble, the party snuck their way into the keep called Starwatch Keep, and slew the bandit known as the thorn hand taking it resting control of it from their hands and once again bringing uh, peace and security to evening star there were a couple of little interesting things with this there was a mysterious mage a woman with dark hair and green eyes who seemed to control natural magic um, and that sparked a few different things, actually. Azara began investigating who this person could be, going through doing some research, um, and you discovered that there there was some sort of connection to the name Shadowbriar, um, Azara. Mm-hmm.
3: uh Uh, the sylvan was written on on a skull that was left behind if i remember correctly
0: that's correct yeah and then you did some research you started researching into the fey and and everything else in the area and you you learned that the kingswood has always been sort of connected to the fey wild and there's always been sort of stories of fey beings coming and going which is very much related to uh how uh shady's character um started to have strange dreams and visitations by a similar dark-haired, green-eyed woman in the woods um, who seemed to have a strange connection and spoke of a sickness growing within Cormier's nobility that she was there to heal. Uh, How has Tarko kind of... How did
1: that start off and where is it now with Tarko? Like, how does Tarko feel about that, Shady? I think he was, like, honestly, oddly comforted from the start. I feel as though the witch took advantage of the fact that Tarkle felt out of place in nobility, especially during the time where she visited him and spoke to him. Mm. Um, And then he kind of found some concerns. And as far as how it ended, he's pretty much fully invested in almost, I wouldn't say controlling, but guiding this woman. Mm. Um, Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Whilst that is all going on,
0: Throughout Evening Star it's only a small village and so the party began to invest gold into building infrastructure and in new buildings. Uh, a number of different things have been constructed. An alchemist's hut uh, to provide potions and alchemical healing and heal- a local healer. Uh, there's been improvements made to the inn to get that back up and running. Agnes in particular has made a lot of efforts to befriend Evening Star and has gotten to know many of the local families, um, especially that of young Aaron who has become her unofficial page. <laughs> Aaron is a young a human book. boy. Uh, yes, not a book, just a page, um, who has become sort of a, a more lovable NPC um, to the party. Uh, and the Bakers, his family, have become particularly good friends of the Baroness. But in general, Agnes has been the one who's kind of been bringing the town together and has particularly befriended a Tresim, a flying cat uh, called the One-Eyed King, who seems to rule over the other Tressim of Evening Star. And the two of them have formed something of a bond, uh, so much so that Agnes can actually call upon them to act as a unit in battle if a battle were to break out. Um, speaking of units... Marcel uh in fact actually before we move on to that Agnes I mean yeah I think Agnes has been the one who's made the most effort into kind of you know working together with the people of of Evening Star and getting to know them but also kind of promote her ideas of the nobility right Anna like there's definitely been that kind of motive of kind of getting them to understand Agnes's point of view I think.
2: There's such a really interesting conflict with Agnes of like ends justifying means or means being more than ends and she Mm. kind of toes that line a lot i think because king one eye for example she um like unabashedly just flattered him to the position that he's in so it was whatever he needed she groveled and like flattered and all that that was great with the people a lot of times it's trying to encourage them and lift them up but sometimes if somebody is doing something bad or there's something that is affecting the town in a wrong way she'll kind of like flex her nobility muscles to get them Mm -hmm. to change their ways and so that's where she's kind of like well this is helping the people and if i have this resource i should use it to help the people so there's been a lot of that strange like using whatever is needed in the moment kind of some
0: could call it hypocrisy but not (laughs) But I think it's because Agnes is still quite young as well, right? She's grown up with this kind of certain lifestyle. And even if she doesn't realize it, sometimes that nobility kind of shines through a little bit where she can't really help herself. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, speaking of units, um, one of the developments was a mercenary company came to Evening Star looking for an employment. um, And it was a mercenary company already known to Marcel, uh, led by a fellow called Hadley Cooper, who Marcel had a previous connection to and who knew Marcel's actual identity. Uh, The Hadley's heroes made their way to Evening Star and have now embedded themselves as a kind of military force under Marcel's command. Um, They've been left behind whilst the party attend to some business in a nearby city. But Marcel, I guess... What's the kind of plan with Marcel with the whole idea of like Hadley and and the others being there and now that you know a bit more about the group that were sort of after you, is there a plan to maybe, you know, return and get some revenge, Uh, you know, mount up the troops and try and track things down? There
4: may be.
2: (laughs) Wow.
0: I love it. (laughs) I love it. Every time it's like, Nate's like... I am Mystery Man. (laughs) No answer. I give you
4: nothing. Definitely that and not, I didn't really think that far ahead.
0: Well, I guess the other thing to mention is I think Nate didn't even really, both Nate didn't know that Hadley, this NPC that we discussed, was going to show up as the leader of this mercenary group. And also the fact that you forgot that they would know your real identity. That was kind of a bit of a surprise for you as a player, as well as it was for me as a DM to really work into the story. So I think that that's kind of Brought about a more, uh, a faster revelation to Marcel's character than perhaps uh, was originally intended. Indeed. Okay. (laughs) With that, uh, with Hadley arriving, um, there's also been a couple of other small additions. Uh, Azara has a a young assistant, a researcher called Sara Lee, um, who uh, is uh, acting as a sort of researcher and scribe for the party, acting out of Azara's tower, which has been turned into a small library. And also Tarkal has the services of a sprite called Twig, um, a very rowdy little fey creature. Uh, who has been sent off on a mission to try and learn a bit more about the Fay courts? But with all of that aside, the very last thing that happened was the party traveled to the nearby city of Arabelle, which neighbors Evening Star and is ruled by Duchess Celeste Marlier. Uh, the original intent was to throw a ball and a tournament in the party's honor. However, the party were attacked by a summoned Winter Fay during a court dinner. And then later, Marcel was attacked by a mysterious assassin sent after him specifically. These two events have led to the party's actions in Arabelle being a little bit more disjointed and leaving a lot of unanswered questions as to what's going on. There is some suspects in one uh, Davian Cormoril, a lord of Cormir who seems to have some animosity towards the party, Uh, and they've also met a young woman who calls herself Shadowbriar, who claims as far as you guys know, to be uh, the daughter of the Fae that Tarkle has been speaking with. Um, and a bond is beginning to form uh, between Tarkil and Shadowbriar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is pretty much where we left things off, with just one minor caveat. And that is that your Seneschal, a, dus- uh, a Tiefling called Dusk, has been accused of murdering the War Wizard, who is investigating the attack by the Winter Fay, uh, and that was where we left things off in season one. Bit of a full-on recap there, but that brings you up to speed with Knights of Evening Stars season one. Anything you guys want to add? Anything that you feel I've missed, or anything you want to throw in?
2: Oh, you didn't—you t- didn't tell them about Stoling. Shady should explain Stoling.
1: Please, so, s- please do, Shady. Stoling is a uh, is a game that Tarkle brought from. Uh, his childhood in the wood and you set up a bunch of sticks in a triangle like fashion and roll a stone down a a lane of sorts Mm. to knock out as many sticks as you can and uh was kind of showing this to the kids in the in evening star and then some of the adults seem to be watching and taking interest and i mean that really is the major plot point right of this whole thing
0: that's it it's It's all building up to the Stoling Tournament arc, which uh, is probably going to be season three. But, you know, I don't want to (laughs) ruin it too early. We have all these plans
2: to have that, like, we're going to build a bathhouse and then, like, a Stoling uh, Bar or something. Stoling Alley in the pub. Stoling Alley.
0: Stoling Alley. I certainly Mm -hmm. hope uh, no armies come to attack Evening Star because I'm not sure if a Stoling Alley will offer much defensive capabilities.
1: But... uh, you Are you suggesting that entertainment game. is not important, Mark? <gasps> Whoa! So? Not I think so well. as
4: DM, you have the power to make that not happen. Mark <laughs>
0: <And> <laughs> Nate no, is seen, right. Nate, I am. I am but a puppet to the narrative. It's oh. not. It's not really oh. for me to to control. So uh, artsy.
3: All right, Mister Puppet. That's, Man. Yeah,
0: that's how I get around doing horrible things. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me doing it, guys. It's not me. It's the story. Mm, um, mm-hmm. it's the dice. They're doing it to you. Uh, but with that, shall we play? Some Dungeons and Dragons, my friends.
3: Yes, please. I mean, I suppose.
0: I suppose. (laughs) Well, it really does begin where we left things off. Uh, You are currently in the palace called the Scepter, the kind of ruling building of the city of Arabelle. Arabelle is a quintessential Fantasy city with uh, wonderful kind of cobblestone streets and beautifully decorated shop fronts and buildings with little slanted tile roofs um, It's large city you know this is bustling with trade and people all over the place uh units of purple dragon knights make their way up and down the streets and generally, the atmosphere is good and lively here, but for you, it is a perhaps a little less so. Uh, Duchess Celeste Malia has made it clear. That Dusk, your seneschal, uh, has been accused of murder, that even if it perhaps seems unlikely, there are no other suspects, that all of the evidence, even if it does seem uh, particularly convenient, points towards Dusk, uh, and that without somebody else to put to blame, or without an absolute iron-tight alibi, Dusk will be arrested and likely executed for the murder of a war wizard um you have asked to investigate i think azara had asked to go and inspect the chambers of panem uh, who was the war wizard that was investigating things um but really that's where we leave it i believe if i remember correctly elissa your blade captain a half-orc blade captain and shadow briar are both with you um having been summoned to uh discuss events going on uh And with that, I leave it over to you guys. What do you guys want to do? How do you want to take this? Question. Please do.
3: If my memory serves me correctly, there was also somebody that Dusk said that he met up with the previous night um, that we were looking for.
0: Do you remember the name? I, like
3: I do not sir which is why i was asking the question
0: so the last thing dusk managed to say to you before they were taken away and you have like you have been being given permission to speak with him um if you wish to go and speak to dusk further uh he mentioned somebody called zander that's all he said is that he couldn't tell you where he was uh but that he was with zander that was the only thing he could really say um and he was very he was very cagey about the whole subject
3: that was my question.
0: And didn't
2: Thank we you. we we started asking around about Xander, didn't we? But we hadn't I don't believe
0: you yet. had got that far. I oh, think okay. you had asked we the duchess to. and okay. the duchess had said she wasn't aware of anybody that her agents weren't aware of somebody called Xander. Right. Um, but that was But it. didn't
3: we ask if we could have her agents look into Xander if she would uh, allow us that resource?
0: She said that she would they would be conducting their own investigation, yes, and that she would share with you any information that she gains. Gotcha. Um, whether you believe that is up to you
3: um i guess the first thing that azara would do then with permission to go check out the chambers since that's where the murder happened sure. is to go check out the chambers
0: sure well i mean you guys don't all have to go together if you'd like to split up if a couple of you want to do different things or if you all want to go together um now's the time tonight so if like yeah if uh, Azar is going to go check out the panams chambers, this panams chambers this war wizards chambers uh what about the rest of you what do you guys want to do
1: do you even care it's interesting that you asked that, because I was just thinking, like, I do care because Dusk is innocent in my mind. Mm-hmm. But now I'm wondering, like, do we, do we know that Dusk is innocent? That seems like a great question to go and ask him.
2: Can we? We have access to him?
0: Yeah, yeah, you can go and speak to him. Yeah, they've said that they're happy for you to go and speak to him. In fact, I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I will tell you, tell you this now. Uh, it is likely that Dusk will be placed under a uh, Zone of Truth spell and will be questioned. Um, by uh-huh. the guards here. So, if you did want to go and speak to him, uh, it is highly likely that you will be able to do so with magical support to lend aid to your questioning. Yeah, that sounds like
1: something I'd be interested in. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, okay. So, uh, so we have Marcel and Tarkle both going to do that. Agnes, would you w- would you want to go with Tarkle and uh, Marcel yeah. and leave Azara to do the magic stuff?
3: Unless she wants my help. Um, I would probably request. Uh, somebody to
0: come with me. Uh, sure. I'll go uh, with I, okay. Okay. Elissa uh, will also come with you. She'll be like, "Well, I will come with you, Magister. I, I obviously won't leave you alone." Um, Shadowbriar will turn to the group of you and say, I- "I'm not. Sh- I don't really know this dusk fellow of your own, but I know a little magic. I- I'm happy to help wherever I can, if it will help you."
1: Uh, Azara, do you think it's a good idea if, uh, if Willow Song goes with you?
3: I would be happy to have all the help possible to prove Dusk's innocence. Thank you. Of course, yes.
0: Um, and she will just happily go with you as well. Um, okay, so it seems like we've got two teams here. Uh, we'll start with um, Marcel and Tarkle, if that's all right. You are taken down um, into the lower sections of the scepter beneath the city, um, and it very com- becomes very, very quickly clear that you're being taken down into the dungeon uh, where prisoners are kept. It is a well-kept prison. Uh, it's very clean. There are multiple guards, and the prisoners are, you know, this isn't they're thrown into squalor. Uh, they are kept in fairly good conditions, clean water, uh, some basic food is supplied, um, and you are led down to the far end kind of cell, Uh, which is a round stone chamber. Inside, you can see a masked and robed priest um, is stood on the outskirts of the room uh, and is asking questions. You can hear them being asked uh, already. Uh, Did you, you know, you kind of hear like the generic sort of like, did you kill uh, War Wizard Pan Am? And then you hear the kind of uh, hoarse voice of Dusk. No, I didn't. Hmm. Have you been affected by any magic or spell casting in the last twenty four hours? Not to my knowledge, no. You hear a few moments. Um, they notice that you're kind of waiting, and they say, "Ah, Baron Crown Silver, is it? We were told that you may wish to come and speak with the man." Yes. Uh, is it? Is he currently under uh, a spell of truth? Uh, It affects the chamber, but yes, he is currently under the uh, effect. Um, We believe it to have taken effect, uh, and we are asking questions. However, it is not entirely impossible for someone to uh, bypass this spell. Uh, If the individual's memory has been modified, uh, they can answer to the truth to the best of their knowledge. Some people, it has been known for criminals to have this done voluntarily in the past. Uh, to enable them to lie through these kind of enchantments, uh, it may also be that he has a spell that allows him to lie even through it. Uh, there are as many magics that we're not aware of. Um, we can only do our best questioning uh, we can, uh, but his 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 answers will be noted. Uh, it is difficult, so they will be noted down. Would you like to ask him some questions yourself, Baron?
1: I uh, yes, I, I would. Uh, and I guess Tarkle will walk up. I guess closer to the cell. Hmm. Um. Uh, is this man with
0: you? And he gestures towards Marcel. Uh. I was oh. not informed that. Is, is this man with you? Yes. Yes. Of course.
1: This is. Uh, ah, this is Marcel. Great. Yes.
0: Uh. Very well. Uh. I will permit the two of you. Uh, I will need to remain for any questioning, if that is uh, acceptable. Yes. No.
1: That's that's fine. Um. Very well. So, just really quick clarification. This this spell of truth is zone of truth that affects the chamber. This isn't of any vindication. Right, no matter what he answers, there, there could be some shade thrown his way that he has a way to lie through it. It's more of a formality. It is a formality. You're correct, Baron. Yes, the, there
0: is. It will be taken into account, uh, but we cannot eliminate the possibility that the, he is still bypassing the magic in some way. Um, and we still have witnesses that place him in the in the, the at the scene of the crime or near the scene of the crime. We have physical evidence to. Uh, provide that he is there he has also refused to answer our as to his location that night Mm. um that is the most current damning evidence against him
1: is that he will not tell us where he was or who he was with okay um and i guess tarko will like gesture to marcel and we'll walk up closer if we're not already there and uh dust is there anything you're hiding from us uh he kind of looks up and you can
0: see he looks tired uh this purple skin tiefling one broken horn one kind of stretches up um he's not wearing his jacket he normally has like a really well done up velvet kind of uh jacket like almost like a butler's jacket that's been taken off and he's now just in a kind of loose shirt um and a pair of trousers and boots uh he just kind of looks up wearily he's just like i'm so sorry yeah yeah, my lord Uh, Yes, there are things that I've kept from you, Um, not through any ill intent. There are elements of my past that I'm not particularly proud of, that I hoped to shield yourself and the Baroness from any potential danger or uh, any uh, misgivings. Um, I've been, I've done the best that I can and I've tried to be a true and an honest servant as best as I can, but I'm afraid that there are things I've hidden, but I did not kill this man. I did not kill this war, uh, I had barely heard of him.
4: Well, this information you withhold is damning no one but yourself. So perhaps double-think who you're really trying to protect.
0: <sighs> it is. Minister Marcel, I wish it were. It would be easier to speak to the two of you alone. And he kind of looks in the direction of the masked
1: priest uh, who's kind of lingering by the door. Is there I any way... The I'll, and I'll look to the guards. Is there is there any way we can have just a moment alone with Dusk?
0: He looks at you. Uh, make a persuasion check for me, Tarkle. Sure. Uh,
1: 12 plus... 10. Oh, 22. Well, I forgot how nice. persuasive. You are a very <laughs>
0: persuasive man. I think that... Um, uh the masked priest you can't see who they are underneath it's kind of like a full kind of golden mask covering them uh they look between the two of you they seem to weigh it up in their mind and say he cannot lie i can merely ask him a question later if he provides you with any information that you feel relevant to our situation i highly encourage you to inform me of it baron I will give you a few moments to discuss personal matters, and then they make their way to the other end of the corridor, out of earshot.
1: Uh, I'll look at I'll look at uh, Marcel since Marcel kind of got him to get that far anyway, and I'll be like,
4: "So I'm going to take my sword out."
0: <laughs> uh, really? He's in
1: like see, a cell. You right? see, Dusk's eyes kind of go
0: wide a bit. Yeah, yeah. He's in like a round yeah. stone cell.
4: Okay, I'm just gonna. I swing it pretty hard, just like up against the whatever windows or railings, or whatever it's like um, bars blocking.
0: like iron bars.
4: Oh, okay, uh, iron bars it is a loud ding, and then I'm going to use that sword to detect magic to see if I find anything fishy. Okay,
0: sure. Let me just figure one thing out here. Um, so yeah, the sword strikes the metal bars, you hear this loud kind of ding ringing sound uh you see dusk wince when you swing like almost like he's expecting some sort of spell to come and kill him um uh the enchantment passes over you your eyes kind of glaze for a moment as the sword begins detecting magic and you hear marcel uh, your brother's voice uh, yes there is magic here brother uh, there's um a strong aura of enchantment uh, around dusk in the area that might be the the truth spell that was cast earlier I'm not detecting anything else, however. Uh, I think that's it. Um... I just don't say anything out
4: loud. Just Mm -hmm. mind tell him thank you, and I'll put Mm -hmm. it away. Sure. Right. So you are in a position where you will be telling us the truth. We've got rid of them as your request. Perhaps now you can... Indulge us as to what is it you're <clears throat> keeping secret that is worth your
0: life? If only it were my life, just at risk, uh, Lord Marcel. I was not always a seneschal. Um, I think yourself has picked up on perhaps I'm not quite everything that I appear to be.
4: Yes, the uh, lying of,
0: about the leg and the, the cane, I'm aware. Yes.
4: We have established you are a dishonest
0: person. Call it a professional habit. The truth is that I was once a member of the Zenterim. Do you know much of the black network?
4: Can I? Can I roll for that? Because above board, I do.
0: Sure. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Make a uh, history history check. Ten. Ten. I think that even on a 10, anything like the kind of basic knowledge that I think, you know, Nate, you probably have a lot more detailed knowledge, but you, you've you heard of the Zentrim of the Black Network, spies, smugglers, assassins, very shady folks that operate all across uh, Faerun and Toril. Um, maybe not the intricate details of like who their true lead- leadership is, but you've definitely heard of uh, them being a shady bunch of people you can go to to get answers Um, It may even be people that Marcel might have worked for or has worked against in the past, perhaps uh, uh, during your mercenary days. Or maybe you've asked them to look into things for you Um, because they are generally very good at finding out things that people want to know and doing things that people need done. Um, So, yeah, uh, you definitely know that. Um, Shady, I don't know if you want to make a check as well or if you're just happy to be like, never heard of them.
1: (laughs) Uh, I guess I'll check, especially being a rogue from the woods. might as well i rolled a 19 right so... okay so very
0: much the same i think that you wouldn't necessarily have the more kind of esoteric magical knowledge but in the Kingswood, especially and you especially you have definitely worked maybe you've helped some people who claim that they are you know they're like ah oh, yes we're part of uh we're, we're friends we're you know and they've uh, you'd recognize them by the winged snakes that they often use to carry messages. You've maybe helped them kind of smuggle goods through the woods before, or maybe okay. helped kind of protect um, meetings that they've had as so like little odd jobs here and there. Um, maybe your father has done some business with them in the past, but yeah, you you have also heard of the Zentrum, the Black Network, smugglers, spies, assassins. Um, they're, they're found all over the place, really. Um, kind of uh, gotcha. scum and villainy from Star Wars, if you want to think of them that way, kind of uh, that sort of thing. Um, But yeah, Dust kind of looks, sees the recognition of the name in your eyes. I'm not surprised that the two of you are aware of the network. For a long time, I was one of their agents. Worked all the way to the Sword Coast. Even when made a trip towards Thay once, I was pretty good at it. I was especially adept at working in noble courts, gleaning information, passing on secrets, But I got out of that life uh, nearly a decade ago now, at no great, at no small personal cost to myself and some close friends. But I got out and I took a job uh, working for the courts here in Cormier. I love this. I love this land. I love the people here. And Evening Star especially has become very precious to me. Um, The man, the person that I met yesterday, uh, Xander. They are an active agent of the Zentrum. They they operate here in Arabelle. Uh, and that knowledge alone is dangerous. If if you do not, if you get on their wrong side, uh, they will see you as an enemy.
1: So the group that can clear your innocence for this crime is. and it just kind of like Tarkle just kind of like shakes his head
0: yeah he says yes uh, it's not I do not expect them to risk anything to help me I'm no longer an agent I went to them I was hoping that maybe my old contacts might be able to help us learn something about uh, this Davian Cormoril, um, or about the problems that have been plaguing Evening Star I heard about what happened at the dinner and well, i thought if anybody might know something it would be them if he's up to something then they likely have information on davian that could be useful but yes uh, they met me in the viridian end uh, the district they blindfolded me took me to a location i remember some of the details of how i got there but i don't know exactly where the meeting took place um, Is it possible that they're responsible for this death? I don't think so. I don't think so. Considering I was with Xander last night when all of this apparently took place. Uh, and it seems peculiar. It was so sudden that even the network doesn't move as quickly as this. Whoever killed this war wizard, I mean, they knew everything that happened at the dinner. Information of that attack hasn't even made it out onto the city yet. Uh People don't know about it. Somebody who was there must have done it. Somebody who was there must have known that this wizard was involved
1: somehow. I think I have an idea of who that is, but apparently he's long gone. Lord Davian. If you, want, if you
0: want to find Xander, I can tell you <laughs> I have a bit of a photographic memory. I, I'm a very keen mind. I remember, I met them in the Viridian End. They walked me past a fountain, flowing water. Then there was a building, we got turned around. There was an oddest sensation. The building that we went into, it was like there was a glowing green light out the front. I could see it through the blindfold, like it was bobbing around like a magical orb or something. We went inside, they took me downstairs, And then I remember this because it was very peculiar. The two people escorting me, they were struggling with something, some sort of puzzle or riddle or something. And they they spoke it out loud. They said, a blind man sits outside a tavern and holds out a cup with six gold coins in it. A noble comes along and takes the gold, replacing it with twice as many silver coins. And the blind man thanks them. A thief comes along and asks if he can inspect the coins. The thief swaps the silver coins for copper ones and says everything seems fine. A priest takes pity on the blind man, gives him one electrum coin for every four copper coins and says he should praise the gods in thanks. The blind man waits till nightfall, takes off his blindfold and then turns the electrum coins into platinum ones with a spell and buys the most expensive bottle of wine he can it was so odd it was so strange a thing to be saying out loud that i remembered it Uh, i think it must be some sort of passphrase or a code or something like that
1: well i don't know how much that will help us um but it sounds like if we want to meet xander we should go to the viridian end Maybe try and follow those steps. Look
0: for a fountain and then a building with a green orb um, and then head downstairs somehow. Uh, Xander is a businessman. Uh, If you have money or favors, maybe he can help. If nothing else, maybe he can look into Davian or try and find him, locate him. Um, But I'm not sure that he'll really do much to help me.
1: Well, like you said, if we can offer favors, we are... People in power now of Evening Star. So you've been nothing but good to us since we've come to rule over Evening Star. And I'm not particularly fond of losing you to a crime you didn't commit.
0: Baron, you need to understand the the network. If you promise them a favor, we're not talking about just some easy job or they'll, they'll dig their claws in. The network is, once they get hold of you, they will desperately not let go.
1: Don't make well, we'll any cross promises on my account. We we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Thank you. I don't deserve
0: your kindness for keeping this from you. But I can promise you that if you help me, I will serve you loyally and tell you everything that you need to know until until my dying day. I promise you that, both of you. But
1: well, we'll do what we can and I don't worry about hiding your past. You're the second person, and Tarkle kind of like does like a little woo woo uh, Second person to show me that things come out when they need to come out, and no time sooner.
0: <laughs> a too good a man to be
1: a noble. Tarkle Crown Silver. And I guess Tarkle will just like nod and look at Marcel and kind of be like, "We
0: gotta go." Yeah. You can see the masked priest is beginning to return. So at that point, unless Marcel, there's anything you want to do or say
4: no. Um. And this, this priest who's guarding him, he isn't in any kind of authority to like release him. If anything yeah. checks out. Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's just basically, you can, you think that he's here to cast the spell and then ask a bunch of generic questions, uh, write down the answers. And then that will go to somebody else, probably the Duchess to make a formal decision. Mm-hmm. Um, With such a heinous crime, um, the murder of the Duchess's own War Wizard, you suspect that she will be the one to basically be judge jury. Not executioner, but judge and jury at least. Cool. Sweet. Right. Well, if nothing else, we will swap over to Team 2. CSI Investigation Team 2, the (laughs) Mage Squad. Um, So, Azara agnes elissa uh and uh Song shadow briar uh make your way to uh, the quarters of the war wizard um it's not difficult to find the guards can point you the way um, panam was duchess celeste's kind of chief investigator um for a lot of matters and researcher so he was quite prominent in the Scepter, and so he has his own study in chambers you are taken to them uh where two guards are stationed outside uh, they kind of snap to attention uh, on seeing elissa uh, and agnes and azara um and one of them steps forward uh, uh, baroness uh, uh, magister um we currently have one of the uh priests of ogmar inside uh, currently investigating um we've not allowed anybody else in or out uh, since we discovered the body this morning if you have any questions i can try and answer uh anything you need to know otherwise we can just let you inside if need be we were informed you might be coming by
3: um also above game real quick i think i did ask last session if the guards could send for Sara lee to meet us at the chambers
0: sarah lee is there then absolutely cool. yeah just wanted to... uh, nervously waiting um not quite sure what's going on classic looking awkward sarah lee oh, is there
3: wonderful um azara will look to agnes seeing as she is uh the baroness here to see if she wants to say something to the guards before we go in
0: mm-hmm. oh, you, you will around. have authority in this as well because this is a magical matter. Mm-hmm. this is this is what was the business so
2: yeah agnes is pretty much following azara's lead and just trying to use her observant feet to pick up on anything and everything so i don't mm-hmm. think she's saying much to the guards i think she's just looking them up and down to see if there's anything noticeable about them that could be useful <laughs> later or could be strange
0: Yeah, I think um, before we jump into Azara, the first things you notice, these are very trained military guards. These aren't just common grunts. Um, You suspect that these are probably knights, and it's a little below them to be guarding this, but because it's such a high-profile thing, they've been stationed here to show this is pretty serious. You're not coming in this room unless we say you can. Um, They're not senior knights. They're probably quite low-ranking knights, but they are still quite senior uh, guardsmen. There's nothing really else that you would notice on the doorway leading into this room. I think the only thing that would strike you is it is a very sturdy door. It has a lock um, to it. Um, Yeah, I think that those are the kind of key things that you would notice uh, immediately.
3: Um, Okay.
0: So yeah. Uh, Nothing super
2: surprising then, right?
0: Not yet.
3: Uh, Then Azar would just say, thank you, gentlemen. I think we have it from here and lead everybody in. Okay, sure.
0: Um, Uh, Go on.
3: No, uh, you said that there's a priest in there. Is it the same?
0: Yes. So when you open the door, um, in fact, I think that one of the guards would open it for you all. Uh, They actually turn around, they pull out a key, unlock it, and then open it. Um, And when you look inside, uh, the study, Pan Am study is extremely well kept, very well organized space. It has a few bookcases, a writing desk. Um, Everything is very orderly and very, very particularly placed um there is a far end of the room there's a neatly made bed with a small lounge area for relaxing and eating as well uh you can see that inside there is a pool of blood um you can see that there is an imprint left where the body has been lifted and taken away um the desk has a few papers on it uh, an inkwell that's been knocked over and spilled um and a broken quill um on the floor and standing over it all uh you see a very nervous um they look probably like they come from icewind dale uh they do have like slightly tan skin very dark hair very dark eyes um priest like a friar he's wearing like friar robes um and he's clutching a very large heavy leather tome and wears a holy symbol of ogma uh, the god of knowledge um and you can see that through tiny little spectacles he's kind of peering down at the desk and looking around the room and kind of stroking a, a little kind of goatee beard um as he kind of looks around he doesn't even hear you guys come in he seems to be so engrossed in looking around um that he hasn't noticed you arrive
3: uh then Azar will clear her throat a little and go <clears throat> excuse me pardon me sir
0: and it like takes him a few seconds after you stop speaking and then he kind of turns around oh uh you are are you supposed to be in here i don't think anyone's supposed to be in here gods are they meant to be in here Yes. Uh, and you <laughs> <laughs> oh oh you are yes. well hello hello he looked Do I bow? I'm not sure. (laughs) I can't remember. No, no, no,
2: no. There's no need for that. Don't
0: worry. Ah, Um, excellent.
2: Go about your business. We're we're just observing. I was,
0: before you interrupted me. By all means. Thank you. I will. And he just goes back, um, and you see him kind of move up to, like, the windows, and he begins running, like, a finger around the edges, looking at the dust. Smells it. You just see him kind of pottering around, like looking at very odd things. Um, Seems very strange. Very strange fellow.
3: Gives Agnes a look, and then like looks back to him. It's like, sir, sorry, um, I don't mean to bother you again. Uh, Just a wizard. Yeah. Yes.
0: (laughs) Excellent. I'm sorry about your your companion.
3: Oh, I barely knew the man, but thank Ah, you. Uh, Never mind then. Azara's kind of thrown off by that. Um,
0: You you seem, are you all right? Are you well? You seem Uh, confused, my dear woman.
3: No, sir, I do you mind me asking who you are?
0: (laughs) Introductions. Yes. Sometimes those are important, yes. I am Brother Yulin of the noble priesthood of Ogma, god of knowledge and understanding. Uh, Praise be, and he kind of lifts his book up to the air. Um, And who are you?
3: I am Azara Mithras. I am a War- it, no matter who why were you called here i just would like to establish our bearings here a little bit
0: well war wizard panem was mm-hmm. the chief investigator mm-hmm. and he has been killed mm-hmm. so the question of who should investigate the investigator's death mm. well a difficult choice had to be made the god of knowledge uh, there were the body had to be examined i have knowledge of medicine and so i was requested and now A mystery, strange mystery, unanswered questions, a test of Ogma, perhaps, 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 perhaps. Ogma? Ah, I see you are unwise to the ways of the God of knowledge. Uh, And uh, he just turns, his like, Ogma is the book of all things. All great knowledge is passed from Ogma's divine presence.
3: Great. Uh Indeed. (laughs) Well, if you don't mind, sir, we uh, are more of the magical variety in this group here, so we will be doing our own investigation. Uh, We won't step on your toes. I'm sure you won't step on. I would hope not.
0: I'm wearing sandals.
3: (laughs) Azar just kind of lifts his robe (laughs) to show off
0: his sandals that he's wearing—little leather sandals. It would be quite painful. He just drops his robe. If you have any questions. Turns away. If you have questions about the body or what I have uh, the room, ask me. I... I will continue to ponder.
2: Well, have you found anything of note yet?
0: Notes. There's plenty of notes on the, on the table. Much of it magical in nature. Nonsense to me uh, reads some sort of thesis or some such. Um, few things of interest note. When I examined the body, uh, a powerful blow to the back a stabbing weapon um very strong whoever used it the musculature was damaged in such a way that whoever delivered the bow must have done so with tremendous force tremendous
2: when you say tremendous do you mean
0: in oh the greatest of warriors uh, champions uh, tournament winner somebody of great peak physical strength i see uh It collapsed, broke many of the bones, the ribs. Um, Very powerful, powerful blow. Uh, The other thing of note with the body, uh, a poison detected in the system. Um, Two types. Uh, There was... uh, uh, green dragon blood uh, poison, very venomous, very uh, dangerous stuff. Uh, but also a residue of a magical poison. The way that the musculature, the way that the tissue had been damaged, indicates a inhaled poison. The lungs were blackened on the inside. Hmm.
4: Hmm.
3: Was there any signs of force entry in the room? Whether the, ah, the door or the
0: window? Another interesting question. That is a curious matter of this case. Seemingly not. Seemingly not. Uh, uh, The war wizard, uh, being a war wizard, uh, had cast wards on their door. Um, uh, An alarm spell and a glyph of warding that should have prevented anyone who opened the door without permission from entering. Or at least would have blown them to smithereens had they attempted to do so. Uh, The guards that evening witnessed uh, Panem set the wards. Uh, as is routine, and then they left. Once the war wizard has set wards, there is generally no need to guard their premises anymore. Uh, But they watched him set the wards, lock the door, that was it. When the attendant came to awaken Panem this morning, they opened the door without issue. I have concluded, therefore the wards were no longer active. Most curious.
4: Mm, However, the
0: door still locked, and the key inside. Hmm. So the door, the
2: wards were down, but the door was locked. Seemingly so. So either a very powerful caster brought down the wards, or
0: it the possible. war wizard
2: let someone in.
0: I am not familiar with the essences of magic. But your Magister Azara, was it? But um, this is more in, in your understanding um, You don't need to make a a check, Mika, on this. Um, Things like these spells could be dispelled. I mean, you know that the spell, dispel magic is a thing that can be done. Mm -hmm. Um, They can be dispelled. It is something that any suitably powerful mage would be able to do. Um, And also things like teleportation. Um, A a wooden door might not really hold up much uh, defense against somebody who can sort of, you know, teleport.
3: Um, I'm going to gesture to Sarah Lee. Seeing that everything is kind of really organized, we say. uh... You
0: see, Sarah Lee is just (laughs) looking at this pile of blood, and is just like.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Azar will kind of like step in front of it so Sarah Lee can walk around it, just making sure, like, like holding out her arm
0: she Uh, just like shuffles around it (laughs) trying not to look at the blood as best she can um
3: yeah is there something that you want me to look in look for in in particular yes uh, yes my dear if you wouldn't mind uh seeing as magister panem was so organized uh perusing through his most recent notes to seeing if anything i'm sure that is dated is missing or out of place i know you read at such a speed and it would be grateful i would be so grateful if you could find anything out of place thank you Uh,
0: Yes, yes, uh, very well. And she kind of makes her way to the other side of the desk where the blood isn't, oh. and then starts turning books around and looking at them from that direction. Um, um, uh, Elissa will say, <clears throat> I don't think there's really much I can do here, but should I speak to the guards out front? See if uh, the guards that were here last night, I could speak with them.
3: That would be wonderful. Thank you very much, Blade Captain. She, kind of...
0: she just looks to Agnes like, is that, you know, are you okay? Is there anything else you want me to do kind of thing? And nod. Okay. All right. She's like, all right, well I'll leave you to it. Um you can see uh Shadowbriar is just kind of awkwardly like somebody who doesn't know what to do with themselves and is just kind of like stood there politely, just like
3: Did she ever say what kind of spellcaster she was? No. Okay. Uh then as our turn to and go, <laughs> Dear Shadowbriar, um what Willow magic... Song is fine. Oh, Willow Song. What magic dear do you specialise in? I'd love to <laughs> Utilize your specialties here. Uh,
0: Well, I have some natural magics like my mother uh, Mm. has. Um, A little bit of divination as well. Um, Mm. I can examine for things like traces of magic. I I can identify items, that sort of thing. Um, See invisible uh, creatures, that sort of uh, element.
3: Is there any way you could divine if there was absolutely a uh, dispel magic spell that was cast here last night or if the I wards were broken thank
0: you i, I can certainly try I'll, I'll have a look outside the door yes um, and she kind of makes her way out to do so <clears throat>
3: um while that's happening mm. azara is going to what what is an animal with the best sense of smell a dog
0: dogs a, wolves like
3: like a yeah like a like a like a really keen
0: hound wolf. yeah, a like, hound. A blood yeah hound. like a
3: like a bloodhound azara's gonna polymorph into a bloodhound real quick
0: nice okay
3: um, Sure. and do some do some sniffing to see if she can pick up a scent um especially because i think that she knows like dusk's scent really well and she could d- discern it no does she not
0: no i Damn actually it! think it no no this is a very good move this is something i hadn't thought of and so oh, we now ooh. have to think
3: got the deal
0: <laughs> interesting uh but yes. i would like you to make perception check with me with advantage because okay. uh the bloodhound would definitely have advantage on this okay um this would actually be using the hound stat so hang on let me see if i can find oh. like a bloodhound
2: uh, if I can
3: manage not wild shape. Manage extras
0: let's
1: say uh, meek is like a druid right now this is exciting
3: i do love me some druids
1: <laughs> so it's basically
0: because with polymorph you also you have the intelligence and like the wisdom like you you right, don't right keep those when you polymorph so right uh let me look and see so yeah like a bloodhound would be like a dog yeah. or something like yeah. that
3: a um, dog with like a real good nose a real a yeah. real good sniffer
0: a, sn- uh. a smell out crime yeah. <laughs> um you got a nose for <laughs> reliable
3: oh reliable, crime. Oh, reliable. Yeah. oh lady the trail thank
2: you i knew you'd uh... get it <laughs> it <laughs> <Got
3: you.
0: laughs> like a, i'm sure there's like a mastiff or something like that that's exists. oh
3: mastiffs are also cool
0: mastiff there we go um so yeah they have advantage on wisdom perception checks for that rely on hearing or smell um give yourself it's just a plus one but you have a adva- oh, plus three sorry but you have advantage on the check
3: okay. that would be a dirty 20
0: okay okay and then um agnes you're using your observant feet right to look around the room and yeah. stuff uh, and examine okay so i'm like we'll do sherlock agnes.
2: holmesing like i like yes. math and uh, words that's exactly <laughs> how i was going to describe it it's, mind palacing. yes it,
0: it's more that i think for for me what would work with agnes really well is you notice things out of place um you look at the whole room and you can see where things are missing or where things mm. seem unusual and there's two things that strike you agnes one in the bookshelves, the books are perfectly organized. Um, they're stacked perfectly neatly. Pan Am must have had some sort of, um, you know, like a, a particular way of doing things. System. There are several books missing. Uh, you can see the gaps. They've tried to like shove books together, but the sizes change or like the colored spines don't match in the same way as the rest of the system. Um, and there are three books missing. Um, you don't know which books they are, but maybe somebody like Sarah Lee might be able to kind of deduce from the collection what's missing. Um, the other thing you notice is the papers that Sarah Lee is currently going through. Um, at least one of them was in a different location than the rest of them. Like it, it, as if it would been worked on recently or it had been moved recently or something like that. Um, and it's the one closest to the ink, ink stain and the ink uh, broken quill as well. Um,
2: can i I pick up that paper and examine it even closer like hold it up to the light see if there's any like secret message or Uh, if the handwriting is different
0: the handwriting isn't different it does look like it was pan am's handwriting um when you touch it because i think that he would have set it to be agnes azara or Takul or myself or like anybody who's involved in the investigation The writing, what first appears to be like some boring thesis about transmutation magic, the script itself begins to reshape and reform. um, And it turns into a whole different message as soon as you touch it. Um, So whilst that is changing, meanwhile, Azara as the Bloodhound, you don't get any scent of Dusk. You do not smell Dusk here. Um, Nothing of Dusk remains. There is a very unusual smell that goes with it. You can smell Panem. You can smell parchment and ink and the rusty red iron of blood. Um, You can smell like a noxious after smell, like a gas was in this room and it's covered a section of the room, almost like a blast of it uh, erupted Mm. from the doorway back into the room. Um, And you can smell it uh, looking at some of the books and the tables. They've got ever so slight discoloration and almost like a fine powder on them um, that looks like it's some residue of some sort of gas that came in here. But amongst it all, such a faint, delicate scent. Smells a bit like... Smells like reptilian smells like the woods smells like kind of uh trees and leaves but there's a hint of perfume in it as well uh so agnes the paper that you're holding um as it begins to change and shift uh it seems to do, 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 do so the paper is actually it's not addressed to you but you get the sense that this is what panam was writing the night he was killed um the way that it's it talks about uh, at the dinner uh magister azar and i found the dagger that was used to summon the creature i have taken one of the fragments with me this is the report of my findings re- you know in researching this matter i cannot sleep i'm fascinated by it this is an ancient magic powerful this must be from the time before thormagor when the elves and humans first united against the tyranny of the dragons in this weapon old magic an old oath was sworn that when it was summoned a warrior would answer and fight whoever that they could see these weapons have been noted to exist in the royal and noble family lines of cormyr passed down from generation to generation by those first humans that made alliances with the elves and the feywild to fight against thormagor these weapons were passed down as a last resort to defend themselves or to fight against their enemies uh, the last note before the kind of writing gets scrawled off is I want to see, um, uh, I must try and search the records, see if Cormorill had a house or had uh, records of his family owning these weapons. It might match the daggers to and then it ends. Um
2: can I, is, is Sara Lee still poring over the notes? I don't want to interrupt her.
0: Yeah. Sara Lee's looking at the other books and things that were on the desk. Um, and she just is like, no, this doesn't, this seems to just be blah, blah, blah. This just seems to be this. And she's just sort of going through that other stuff at the moment.
2: So if I understand this correctly, this is to describe that this magic weapon that we saw that caused all the uproar during the feast could have roots in Cormirian nobility
0: seems to be implying that it seems to be that um, from your knowledge of your own history because you're a cormirian noble you would know this you don't think that such a weapon is in the crown silver line but what the what panam seems to be suggesting is that the dagger uh comes from a time when the elves and humans allied against Thormaglor, which was this ancient black dragon that dominated cormir um, and it's where the purple dragon knights get their name when he was slain they kind of named this order of knights after him The elves gave to the human families these weapons that when they needed to, they could summon an Eladrin warrior to fight on their behalf. And these weapons would pass down in the generations as, you know, uh, an heirloom to be kept and used in a a time of great danger. And Pan Am's last thoughts was if he could find a record of who had these weapons and see if the description matched to one of the families and he believed it would match against Davian Cormorills.
2: I see. Um, you said that I couldn't tell which books are missing, but knowing that, can I mm-hmm. can I determine whether I think the books may be like Cormarian genealogies or records of noble families?
0: So looking through the books, none of the books here in Pan Am's uh, study are focused on like those kind of matters. It's all magical in nature. Um, you can see ones kind of relating to studies of transmutation, studies of enchantment. The effects of uh, elemental powers, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, looking to make an arcana check for me. Let's just see if you can kind of like make a good Oh, it's my
2: first roll. Hold on. I forgot my dice.
0: You're going to need those. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle of like oh, headphones, no. like reaching over.
2: can't believe I forgot that. Okay.
0: That will be 14. 14. Looking around, it's difficult to fully tell. I think you're going to need somebody who's a bit more of an expert on this, um, but you can clearly see that there is a, a section, like a section of books has been removed. Um, it's in between sort of like studies of the planes and then conjuration magic. It seems to be between the two kind of sections, but you, you wouldn't be able to really make a guess as to what. You'd need somebody who's a bit more studied in Arcana.
2: All right, I'll wait till Sara Lee's done before mm-hmm. I'll ask her to help. Okay, cool.
0: Uh, Mika. Sure. Okay. Oh. Hopefully in we all. had a, a little uh, stream hiccup there, but we are back. Uh, meanwhile, in the break, we had a lovely conversation about Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Great. Um, but uh, we had the Toilet Boys pop off to a little quick bio break. Um, that's my new name for them. Yeah. That's, that's the new that's name. Us. That's us. That's the us. Toilet <laughs> Boys. Toilet Boys. If you're coming soon. Boys. Uh, yeah. It's the new Saturday morning cartoon show uh, starring uh, Shady and Nate. So I love it. Um, yeah. We're back and we're going to continue on so i believe that we are still in csi investigation mode uh, yes. with azara and agnes and azara, azara had like a question a
3: thing. azara would like to do okay. a thing um after smelling perfume azara would like to take a little a little sniff sniff of uh shadow briar briar wood interesting yeah she just wants just just to make sure just she just wants to take a little
0: sniff interesting but like, give, me another, give me another perception check
3: okay But she wants to make it like sneaky so it's not like she's Mm -hmm. obviously sniffing her it's like she's sniffing the area around her but like she's giving her a good a good hearty sniff am i getting advantage on this
0: uh yes she would yeah absolutely uh 18 19
3: 21
0: 21 okay i have to look up something
3: oh that's never good (laughs) for players (laughs)
0: oh god this is so you're currently a mastiff which means that you have all of the like intelligence and stuff of a mastiff as well oh no and that means i have to look up a thing oh no Uh...
3: i hope mastiffs are smart (laughs) okay uh
0: so yeah you you wander up in mastiff form and you you're kind of sniffing around the door and you're like sniffing around the guards and stuff and you can see uh uh you know willow song or shadow briar is examining the door area and she's kind of gesturing around and sort of examining the door looking at runes or something you're not sure you get the same smells that you have before you can smell um you know what she's been close to so i guess like uh probably you know the streets where she's like traveled to the thing there might be a little touch of like tarkle scent there as well because they uh, were hanging out the evening before just like Mm. a lingering thing Mm. Mm. but you also smell perfume
3: the same one
0: same perfume yep
2: fuck can can you tell if it's like she has been around the person wearing that perfume or ah, she is yeah wearing yeah that perfume? yeah so, like if that's something
3: that's differentiated
0: it's hard to tell it's really hard to tell because it's so faint it's like a really faint smell it's not like she's slathered in it it's mm-hmm. you know just a lingering scent
3: okay um can i unpolymorph
0: uh, I believe you can yeah. end any spell on you can end a spell as you want to if it's cool. a concentration spell. So yes.
3: Um, then I'm going to uh, unpolymorph. Ooh, mm-hmm. and while she while Azara is sniffing Shadowbriar,
2: I want to perceive her micro expressions and see if she's worried about being smelled. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Uh, well Azara was doing it sneakily so I would say yes. that maybe Agnes wasn't 100% be clear on what the current play is oh, Okay, but watching her expressions and things like that there is a curiosity um, as uh, the, the Mastiff Azara uh, this kind of slightly blue grey Mastiff is kind of sniffing around um, and there is almost like a, a moment of concentration where you can see uh, Willow Song kind of like almost seems to like not frown but almost like she's concentrating on something Um, as the dog sniffing around and then she just kind of relaxes her face and sort of turns back to what she was doing
2: i'll ask her what what was that
0: i just i i i don't know why uh, i don't know why is this is this magister Azara? i'm assuming so as she's not here um what what, i'm just wondering what she's she's sniffing for well every sense is valuable
2: in in learning what has happened here
0: Yes, I fully agree. Yes, I, I, I just thought it curious for a moment. Um, <clears throat> Agnes. Uh, du, 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 du. What's on your mind at the moment? What what what's Agnes's thought process at the moment? What are you thinking about?
2: Um, are you
0: suspicious of um, Willow Song? Is that why you're looking?
2: No. Not necessarily. I think probably I'm mostly absorbed with this idea that like this weapon had ties to nobility and he was the, the investigator was on the track of finding that out and Mm -hmm. someone killed him. So like this fits very well into Agnes's worldview of how evil nobility is. So she's probably like hyper-focused on excellent what did he know and what did they take? So she's really just like waiting for Sarah Lee to be done to be like,
0: perfect yeah well i think sarah lee is pretty much done she she kind of casts the last book down and it's like well I, I don't think there's anything here um baroness was there something on that one that you're holding yes um but i'd rather not say
3: quite yet
2: so Could as you... you say
0: that that's when azara unpolymorphs.
3: <laughs> yes um i w- azara oh. is gonna really calmly like real chill uh mm-hmm. kind of turn her back to the door and like make like she's looking at something zara what are you thinking what am i thinking
0: yeah what's zara thinking about right now
3: um i'm probably thinking oh, like she's a mind reader. <laughs> are,
0: you think, are you thinking that holy shit i just smelled uh this same perfume and i think willow song's up to something by no. any chance
3: i okay. i don't think that would i think Azara, being a trained war wizard would mm-hmm. not want To especially if she suspects that the suspect is there like briefly Mm -hmm. Azara would fill her head with something mundane
0: completely
3: Mm. and totally I think that she would interesting start thinking about like well we have to start looking through books and we have to start you know translating runes I hope Sara Lee doesn't mind working overtime that would be quite a bummer
0: but you're but yeah you're actively trying to fill your thoughts with um nonsense or like just generic bena- and banal
3: not nonsense stuff. so it's suspicious but yeah
0: but like banal normal boring stuff
3: yes absolutely i think Interesting. uh if the the thought while she was a dog would have been fleeting um mm-hmm. and knowing that there may be enemies amongst her she would immediately shield her thoughts okay yeah um so at this point, still thinking of that, um, Zara will walk up to Agnes and um, she'll just go, um, Crown Silver. I think that with everything that we've uh, found here, and I know that Sara Lee has found a lot of uh, good notes or, or, or what have you, I think that we should probably retire to a more private place. And she kind of looks over at the, the monk dude Mm-hmm. Um, uh
0: brother yulong yeah. brother yulong
3: uh, bro- brother yulong yeah. t um <laughs> uh, she says I-, I think it would be best if we retire to a more private setting to um discuss our our findings certainly if if you don't
2: mind waiting just one moment absolutely, absolutely. could you take a look at this bookshelf i've noticed that uh...
0: three
2: i've noticed three books are missing and i'm wondering if you can tell me what they might have been and she points to oh. where they're missing
0: Oh yes, oh very well spotted, Baroness. Um, oh yes. Well, I can see here. What was a Panem has a very uh, excellent collection and a very solid system. If I were to guess, I I can't know for certain. I don't know the titles of the books, but based on the way that they have categorised their books and the systems here, yes, it's planar in nature. I suspect something related to summoning. Um, Planar forces, um, perhaps the Feywild. Uh, it seems to be connected to subjects around that matter. I suspect.
2: Mm, interesting. Um, I I take the paper with me that I was reading. I just try mm-hmm. to not make a big deal out of it and see if anyone notices. And then I just say, "Lead the way, Magister Azara."
3: Um, Azara will also kindly turn to Willow Song and say, mm-hmm. "Dear Willow Song, would you mind uh, running to fetch?" Tarkal and Marcel, seeing as you and him have such, and she kind of winks like uh, a close relationship. Would you <laughs> mind uh, having them meet us back at our at our lodgings? Nice,
0: sure. Yeah. Uh, well, the Song is just like, oh yes, of course, but uh, at the inn uh, where you're staying. Yes, that would be lovely. Thank you. Of course, yes. Uh, did I hope that you found something? And she just kind of. Azara goes. Smiles.
3: You know, investigation is always such a such a lengthy process. Nothing yet, but always keeping our hearts and minds open. It just smiles at her.
0: She just smiles back and is just like, oh, well, I hope that it can help your friend. And then she just makes her way to leave.
3: Yep. Uh, Zara will kind of walk out with Agnes and uh, with Alyssa. Mm-hmm. and and make sure that they are are far from the range of where and and sarah lee's coming with us too but very mm-hmm. very very far away like they're going in opposite directions at this point Sure.
0: Yeah, yeah you can yeah you can wait and see which way she goes and then go yeah. the other, other way yeah
3: yeah want to make sure that like because the end the end is not in the way of the dungeons
0: Right. no no, no yeah, you, yeah, the yeah, scepter yeah. is in the in a right. part of the city the inn is you're going to have to go out and go down main roads and down streets like yeah it's, yeah like, just want to make sure uh, that very you know, far far we're, away
3: we're not being followed or any of that good stuff
0: i mean you can uh, i've got your passive perception written down i will let you know if you see
3: <laughs> gotcha um well i think once we've left the building and i know that she's still in the building um mm-hmm. i'd like to send a message to agnes Mm-hmm. And say, we may be compromised. We can only trust each other right now.
2: Agnes nods and looks around like, should I not speak? You can message back. All right. Um, well, I guess I tell her. All that i saw i tell her i show her the paper and how it changes when i touch it
0: mm. yeah it changes when zara touches it as well mm-hmm. um, but the second when e- when e- if you hand it to Alyssa, it changes back to just the magical thesis boring text uh, same with sarah lee if sarah lee holds it it just looks like normal magical thesis text um sarah and lee I- if if you offer it to sarah lee she'll actually point out like oh yes i i this is a spell i'm familiar with um it's called illusory script you can make writing appear Uh, something different to somebody else it's often used to send messages and secret codes and that sort of thing
2: and the books missing were regarding summoning fey creatures which could i i suppose this information could be valuable enough to someone to steal or or murder but it seems unlikely it Um, could be that they wanted this information not to be known by others
3: It absolutely could be. And I think that my findings would be best discussed once we are positive. And she kind of like looks at Agnes knowing, I think Azara would know that Agnes is like really keen eyes, right? Like that she's pretty perceptive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, Mm -hmm. Then she would say, this this would best be discussed knowing that it is just us in a room alone. And just kind of like lead the way.
0: (laughs) i think i think like <laughs> agnes would catch as as is, is Zara saying this with message or is are you saying that out loud out
3: loud too
0: okay so i think Alyssa looks a little bit sort of like agnes would notice that Alyssa is like oh like, like oh! you see like a little and sarah lee is like looks a bit nervous and scared but the two of them like when you're saying we should discuss this alone like they feel kind of a bit sort of like oh okay
1: <laughs> um
3: um i i was
2: meaning to say things back in message oh you were okay then i would have said it in a message as well okay okay there you go yeah that's fine Um,
0: uh no sad no sad Alyssa. um
2: and uh, then i i gesture um magister azara we should retire lead the way to um a chamber where we can
3: discuss yes i think that's that's best does the inn have like a basement or like a like a
0: doesn't have no. a basement, but you have your own rooms. You have yeah. rooms that you can lock and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. have your own rooms there. So um, then I would, um, I would
3: lead her to to okay. my room.
0: While you guys are doing that, uh, I'm just going to check in with Tarkal and Marcel. Um, what would you guys want to do after speaking with Dusk? Where would you guys uh, probably head to?
1: Um, I guess as like we're leaving the the dungeon,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Tarkal, Marcel, do you think that we should inform? Agnes and Azara about this before we go and try to find this fountain in green light or should we just go
4: well there's more safety in numbers so that would probably be wise to inform them
1: well they were going to check out the scene of the crime so maybe we just go back to the inn have a drink what is it? Like one in the afternoon, 10 in the morning? <laughs> know
0: what time it, is, it is like 10 a.m. Yeah, because you guys <laughs> were pretty much summoned here early in the morning and everything has happened since then. Um, as you guys are making your way out, because they would have been investigating the room as you were talking to Dusk, just as you're about to kind of like make your way out of the scepter, you do hear uh, Willow's song like, Tarkle, Tarkle kind of call out to you and she is kind of like kind of skipping or like sort of like half running
1: to try and catch up with you oh uh Song. yes uh how did everything Uh, go in the room
0: yes i i don't really know i i didn't feel like i was particularly useful um uh the others have headed back to the inn and they said for you to to meet them there um i think magister azara may have picked up on something and um uh baroness baroness crownsilver was looking at some books and things like that um but yes i'm afraid it's all a little bit over my head Uh, I can't imagine it's easy being a, a war wizard uh, like that. Um, gosh, it seems like you'd become so paranoid, uh, constantly having to look into matters and these sorts of things.
1: Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't envy Azara's position, no, though. No, I, uh, not at all. I guess I know something of paranoia since talking to your mother and kind of, you know, sitting on the fence about things. Speaking of which, is there any chance you could ask her if she could help? With this situation dusk is very important to me and i don't I, well, want to see him go down for course, something yes. he yes
0: i'll need to communicate with her um i'll need to head to a garden or somewhere like that somewhere with nature um but yes i can of, of course i will and I, I think that for you she'd be more than willing to help out as best she can but she is a creature of nature when you say help how exactly this is something we must be quite specific with she could probably help Dusk escape, if that's what you're looking for, or do you wish to try and help track
1: down Davian, or uh... I think the number one priority right now is proving Dusk's innocence. Him escaping while he is a suspect is only going to make him more suspect. Yes, so... yes.
0: Well, I will. I can ask her to try and help if I, I think that Davian must be involved somehow. Hmm. Uh, the way that he was speaking of of you all and and i don't know i just i have the feeling that he's involved in all this somehow i could ask her to try and find him or uh, perhaps help locate
1: something that might help us that would be good um just make sure she finds him alive uh obviously yes, we know your mother tends course. could go overboard so
0: yes she needs to be guided in that way but yes of course i will um i would would you like me to do that now or come back to the inn with i
1: i you? think if i think the sooner this and he when she says that with you and he kind of like does like a little hmm, <laughs> hmm <laughs> well we yeah. do i i do have to catch up with azara and agnes uh marcel and i do so i think if you do this now maybe we can make time later to talk
0: that would be nice and she kind of just smiles uh at you and says um well i'll go and speak with them now uh give give my love to agnes and 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 azara and uh i hope that whatever they found um is is useful in, in solving all of this um and then she just, like, awkwardly goes to leave, basically.
1: Go find a patch of wood somewhere. Just to talk <laughs> yeah, to she's mom. basically
0: going to go to, like, a local
1: park and be like, hey, mom,
3: <laughs> please help. Um, yeah, Sitting
0: basically on a patch of grass do.
3: somewhere. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay. So with that, yeah, you guys make your way back to the inn. Uh, Marcel, yep, definitely overhears it, but I can't imagine Marcel would have anything to interject with. But please tell me if that's a wrong assumption, Nate.
4: He's interested. Okay. This is a uh was I don't know, he he was more like just absorbed was like, hey, can we go to the woods and talk to this this thing? This this being. He's like, Oh, I guess we're just we're just talking about this then. All right.
1: <laughs> uh, yes, um, I guess and Tarko as we're walking back to the inn I think Tarko would just like fill Marcel in on like woman, dreams, talk to me, sprite. Um and uh that I'm kind of like trying to swoo my way into this phase like life not willow song specifically but her mom that i think that her power could be useful and i think that her mindset that the gluttony and the greed that plagues evening star and the rest of cormier is prevalent and should be addressed sounds interesting (laughs) uh yes it's happening all kind of oddly obviously there's a lot of other things going on. Um, But uh, just, I guess, keep an eye out for me. I feel like sometimes it's hard to see your own blind spots. So if anything's ever amiss, just, I trust you, Marcel. Fair
4: enough.
1: And then I guess we'll just head back to the inn.
0: Cool. You guys make your way back, uh, and you find Agnes and Azara waiting for you. Uh, there, along with a uh, very confused, tired looking Aaron uh, who just doesn't really know what to do with himself. Uh, it looks like he's probably tried to get things like some of your clothes cleaned and do Dusk's jobs but he hasn't done them very well. Um, you know, the, one of the tunics has shrunk. Uh, and it's like, uh, you know, one of the shoes is all dirty because he dropped it on his way back or something like that. Like, he's just like, oh, he's like, I think I've got dinner ready. and <laughs> He's just trying to sort it all out, but Aww. he's a bit useless. He's um, trying. He's trying his best. Um,
3: um I just want to ask, I think sure. that before the boys got back, Azara yeah. would have wanted to have a small conversation with Agnes. Go for it. Um, Go for it. Okay. Uh, I just guess that once they get back to the inn, Azar will like (laughs) rush Agnes into her room and uh, ask, can can you just be sure that there's no one outside the window, outside the door, that you don't perceive that we're being listened to?
2: I give the room and every opening a, a thorough sweep.
0: I'm just trying to think of timelines on stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, you sweep around, make a perception check for me, I guess, but
2: yeah. Oh, it's going to be good because it's always good. (laughs) And it's a net 20 on top of that. Um, Uh, Just for fun, I want to tell you that that makes it a, let's see, perception. That means it's a 27.
0: 27 you you. very make a very quick check you check the hallways you check outside the windows even just kind of like trying to get a sense of if there's anything invisible or unnatural about the room you it it feels safe you feel that you can confidently talk here and no one will overhear it um you don't get a sense of anything spying on you or listening in
3: great uh agnes you've asked me to call you agnes if you don't mind addressing Mm -hmm. you informally here um now as my time as a as a dog which was quite an experience uh i picked up some interesting scents um i didn't find dusk at all there was not a a hint of them there but we're not surprised Uh, i obviously smelled panem this is his home i smelled whatever strange smoke or poison was used to harm His lungs and was eating away at his desk, which I made note to go back and see if I can get a sample of later. Um, And I did smell something interesting. I smelled a gentle perfume. And I've smelled it before. That's a huge lead. Who is it? Now, I'm not saying that she has anything to do with this. This could just be a horrible coincidence. But I did. I don't know if you noticed my slight veering as as a dog sniffing towards the doorway. I smelled it on Willow's own. Now, whether this is just a scent that she has, a specific perfume, a someone she hung out with, uh, possibly the the man on her arm from earlier. Uh, what was his
0: name? Uh, Davian Cormier.
3: Davian was quite close to her it wasn't a strong scent um I couldn't tell if this was something she was wearing or rubbed off on her but she has either had contact with our perpetrator or is said perpetrator and we know barely anything of of this willow song at this well if
2: she is our ally then she certainly will submit to a zone of truth spell and tell us everything she knows
3: I think that would be wise at this point i wanted to talk to you first because i do know that your brother is fond of her and i don't want there to be conflict but i if you would like to place a zone of truth spell on me i am i am here to serve you
2: i put a hand on her arm and i'm like i have no doubt in your honesty and sincerity this friend of my brother's we shall see
3: Czar kind of like smiles in that knowing way. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Agnes, I I can't tell you how much I appreciate your trust in this matter. And I do hope that we can solve whatever this is and, and free our poor Dusk. He has been quite helpful and useful in our endeavors, hasn't he? And it is
2: wonderful to hear that neither you or I have found any evidence that Dusk was involved here and you certainly would have recognized his scent. So it's nice to have that reassurance that we can be confident in our friend.
3: Absolutely. It's good to know we're not biased. (laughs) Um, I, it will be interesting to broach this subject when the rest of our team joins us, but I'm, I'm glad that we had a chance to talk. Um, Agnes
2: looks like not sad enough about the fact that Shadowbriar might've been involved. (laughs) Like, you know, this should be heartbreaking that this is someone that, that had kind of become a friend, but like she takes way too much delight in talking about how like she's a friend of charcoal. It's like very clearly big sister like hates the new girlfriend kind of situation. <laughs> um, but she's like, well, it. It, it will be very simple. We will she will certainly submit to a zone of truth and <laughs> find out. I think
0: that either we that will well prove is. she is a liar and a hussy or not.
2: <laughs> yeah, or I will when, accept her. <laughs> when when she said Tarkal's new friend there was a pause where if you knew if you were reading her mind the words like you know harlot trollop all those were wow oh, wow.
0: Well, damn. Well, damn. well uh, that seems unless there's anything else I think we'll have the uh, the lads uh, arrive back at toilet the, inn. the Toilet, toilet boys, the toilet boys, toilet boys return. Um, and, we've arrived yeah.
4: from the toilets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys um, can all hook up and, and fill each other in.
1: So, uh, how did how did the investigation go at the scene?
3: It was interesting. Um, we've definitely found a lot of evidence pointing towards anyone other than dusk. Um, That's we- a relief. We have found also a parchment left behind by Panem that only reacts seemingly so far to to Agnes and myself. So Panem seemed to have known that this was sensitive uh, matters that he was dealing with and wanted to keep it hidden from the general public, the royalty, the rest of the war wizards, he only trusted us. Uh, there, there's a small matter that we, we must uh, attend to, but first I'd like to know what do you all found out from Dusk?
1: Well, Dusk has been hiding things from us, um, things from his past uh, that he has uh, been in ties with the Black Network. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Centrum. Awkwardly stares at DM for confirmation whether they're familiar with Centrum.
0: <laughs> yeah, are we? Uh, are we? I would say you can both make history checks. Um,
3: 17. Okay. 20.
0: 20. So I, very much uh, I think like uh, Tarkle, Agnes, you um, you have definitely heard of the Black Network. They are kind of known throughout Toril and Faerun. Um, some people call them, you know, like, no, they're just merchants and traders. Like all the rumors about them aren't true. And then there's a lot of people like, no, 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 they're smugglers and thieves and they do dodgy black market stuff. Uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about them. Um, it's very unusual for them to probably like it, probably be very strange for the the idea of them to act in Cormier, um, to be active here because it's kind of very against their, you know, Cormier is a very lawful, good kind of place in general. So the Zentrum might struggle a bit here, but yeah, you've definitely heard of them and you know the sort of thing they're up to. Azara you would know it more from the kind of court days and serving a thing of like of course the zentrum work here right. of course <laughs> they're involved with the nobles and the courts um a lot of the nobility will use them to do get jobs done and to you know make things happen and hire mercenaries and oh isn't that convenient that that particular person who wanted that title and that land they're dead now ho ho yeah lucky me you know there's a lot <laughs> of that stuff that does happen behind closed doors cormier is still a pretty lawful good place but that doesn't mean that everybody in it is applying by those rules so gotcha. and that's where the zentrum comes in because it's a nice third party to make problems go away without mm. you being involved mm. um so yeah so yeah the both of you have definitely heard of them and know the basics
1: so then seeing them nod like when i mentioned the zentrum um tark will just continue uh dusk was once an agent for the zentrum and who he was meeting with xander also works with the network Mm. um he gave us information on how to maybe find xander and dusk doesn't seem hopeful that he'll be of any help freeing or proving dusk's innocence but i think that we can perhaps use our power or maybe just money that we will be obviously coming into as evening star grows to, to to prove dusk's innocence because as you said you know that there's There's plenty of evidence that says that he was not there. Did you guys get to look at the body? Was was there evidence of of anything of that nature?
2: We were told that the strength that would be needed to cause the injuries that were fatal would be mighty. That a great, great warrior with intense strength must have made them. And to me, that doesn't describe Dusk.
3: However, we also were informed that the wards that a powerful war wizard has cast were broken um, and the door was still locked from the inside, possibly via a mage teleporting, polymorphing, what have you. Um, there was also not just the poison in the body's back from a green dragon, possibly on the dagger, probably on the dagger, but an a inhalant, a deep poison that got within his lungs and blackened his lungs
2: did you tell me that it came from the door i did okay um then i'll say it is my theory that this must have been someone that Panem knew because he must have taken his wards down opened the door the attacker attacked him from the doorway stepped in and locked the door after them that's my theory
3: i would have to agree and um now this is just a working theory i did spend uh some time as a, as a, as a dog, as, <laughs> as our kind of <laughs> s- hesitates, because so, that sounds very interesting. Uh, sounds and crude. It's, it does. I, I spent some time uh, thinking if Agnes is taking care of sight, we must take care of smell. And I, that's when I smelled this poison, very, very car- carcinogenic. It, it was horrible, but I, I smelled no signs of dusk. And I smelled a, a sweet perfume. Could have been a cologne. Seems more like a perfume. And I continued my search and smelled the scent coming from Willow Song as well. Now it was faint. I'm not suggesting she dons this perfume. I'm not suggesting she is the culprit. She was spending considerable time with Davian she was leaning on him, she was arm in arm with him. That could account for the faint smell. Um, it is concerning that these scents do match up uh,
1: no i think I think, I think that's it. fantastic. I think that you've nailed it. It, it it I've been suspecting Davian this whole time, and it would only make sense. The only way that her scent would be in that room is if the man he she was arm in arm with it needed to be someone strong who pierced this. War wizard, there's no way Willow Song. You see, her she she doesn't have the strength of a warrior of a tournament winner, so it could not be her. This is brilliant.
3: She may not have the strength on the outside, but she is half fae, as you've told us, which means that she does have an unworldly strength about her. I think, possibly, if Sir Davian maybe said something that she didn't quite uh, register. I think that. It would be in everybody's best interest to get everyone in a truth-warded room and ask some questions, just to get to the bottom of this. Say this is Sir Davian; she was spending hours with him. Possibly, she could let us know something even further. Well, th-
1: this this works out. She uh, she's actually uh, going to do her best to find Davian and and give us a way to track him. So I completely agree that if we can get everyone in the same room, forcibly or not. Uh, a zone of truth would be the best way to do this. Yes, I, I, I want nothing more than to prove Dusk's innocence, and it sounds like, I, uh, I'm just proud of you guys, uh, as a brother and a friend. This is this is good work.
3: Azara kind of like looks at Agnes, like I don't think he's quite getting it. Can you help me out here?
2: <laughs> she puts an, a hand on his arm, and she's like, None of us would be so cruel as to suspect your sweet willow song. But this is all the better that we have a lead and she certainly as our ally and a, and a trusted friend of yours would be able to sit in a zone of truth and, and clear her name. I, and I'm like clear her name. And I, I try to make it very clear to him that it's, it's not just her associates we're suspecting, it's, it's her.
1: wait, are you? <laughs> so you have multiple. And kind of like, he's like reflecting on the other moments at which he has expressed his thoughts and been met with, um, stark, uh, brick walls, let's call them. So he stops and he says, no, yes. Um, of course, yes. I'm. I'm. Sh- I understand. Her scent was there, so of course she must be a suspect uh, in this case, despite the uh, counter evidence that exists. And I think it's fine that she sits in a zone of truth. I think she'll think it's fine uh, as soon as she's done tracking Davian down for us. Uh, but in the meantime, perhaps we should also do some searching of our own and focus on on gaining more information to free dusk. Uh, maybe we can track down this Xander. He gave us information to find a fountain and a, a, Marcel do you remember that riddle the coins and the
4: beggar oh I was thinking about something else
1: <laughs> I don't blame you it was, it was lengthy and I I will I, have to recollect um yes but as she, I told her to meet us back at the inn so when she comes back we can wait for her and we can you can truth her spell her all you want and hopefully she'll have answers on finding Davian then
2: I also want to fill them in on the stuff I found about the weapon that Penham had been researching so that Mm. this weapon could have connections to Cormarian nobility and we think that that might be also related to Cormoral and just fill them in on all of that and that the books on summoning a creature from the Feywild were gone, which could mean that they wanted to summon something or it could mean they didn't want other people to know how to summon something, either one. Um, and then I just I fill them in on all that and then I say but certainly if you think the best next step is to search for this Xavier then we should do that
1: Xander Xander Z- um, Xander. you said the weapon has noble ties Mm-hmm. and
2: it may we don't know for sure but well, Panem suspected that it might be one of these ancient elven weapons that were given to Cormarian nobility
1: well that checks out because when that i guess i would say possessed person slammed the dagger down they did belt something about the original nobility and uh places land being returned to original owners and whatever nonsense it was once again points more to davian so uh plus one for you agnes i think that's fantastic (laughs) and Um,
3: and then azar will chime in and say and dear Tarkal." The books that were missing were on the Feywild Wild, and everything has so far been connected to the Feywild. Wild. These could be complete coincidences. I, I don't think, think it's a
1: coincidence. <laughs> Davian was lugging around Willow Song, who is half Fey, and maybe he's seeking some way to control the Fey. I, it, I think Willow Song dis- just seems like a pawn in this. Um... We'll find yeah. out doesn't when we do. Tarkle, doesn't Azara just sound paranoid? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm not disputing that. Sir Crown Silver, I also would like to make sure that your affections are not clouding your judgment.
1: Tarkle kind of just like does like one of those um, the memes where you blink <laughs> two or three times. Yeah. Uh, Marcel
0: is is Marcel just kind of watching all of this and sort of mulling it over. Is there anything uh, Marcel's thinking or wanting to do? He's
4: he's definitely just kind of absorbing. There's, there's conflict between team members over, over Gross. circumstances that he's not really sure. all too sure about, nor really sure. applies to him too much for him to take too much interest. Mm-hmm. But he's trying to care.
0: Yeah, he's trying. <laughs> I think, <He's> um, trying. <laughs> I think you know Marcel, he's real like Marcel. Heard, I'm instead. trying to care. He senses. I think. I think your brother senses that, and uh, you kind of get like a pleasing, like, "Oh, I'm proud of you, brother. You're trying." Kind of vibe from the sword. Um, You know, no words, but just the emotions of like, "I'm I'm proud of you. You're you're doing your best." Um, I'm gonna.
4: He like chimes in. He's like, with with accusations going around, and who is suspicious of what? I'm I'm picking up on some hostility among us. Stop.
3: (laughs) Zara will come out and say, I genuinely have no feeling toward any suspect. I just would like to see Dusk, who we've known since the inception of our evening star stay has been nothing but kind to us. So I would like to make sure that we are doing everything in his best interest and not our personal interests because that is what I was trained to do. And that is what I will do until the day I die.
0: Great. <laughs> there you go, Marcel has spoken. Uh, I think that maybe an hour would pass um, before uh, Willow Song returns to the inn. Um, so, if there's anything you guys want to do, if not, I can just jump in and have her return, and then you can
1: go from there, basically.
2: Unless Tarkal wanted to go look for Xander now.
1: No, I was I was fine with uh I was fine with waiting. waiting.
0: Yeah. Okay. So an hour passes. Uh, Aaron gets you some food and some drink um, and just to kind of like pull it together. He brings a dinner up for you all um and then goes to eat by himself uh in his little room uh whilst Aww. you guys are attending to things um elissa kind of uh takes some moments i think maybe like Alyssa would spend some time with aaron sort of like all right come on boy pick, a- pick up your swords let's go do some practice uh Aww. while we're waiting um and she would kind of like take him off to do that Sara lee goes up to azara's room and is poring over books and studying the various things that she's been researching and then yeah about an hour later willow song uh arrives um, and I think, uh, looking at my clock, that that is where we have to end today's episode. So- ah, right we there. start with Willow. Oh, time I have next to. It's five minutes. It's I, five know, minutes. I know. I no, it's honestly
1: good. It's a good. It's a good ending
0: point. So I just, you know, there's a lot of suspicions being thrown around. <laughs> I don't know why. God, what? What's all this about? Eh? What's all this about? Uh. <laughs> I can't help when chat is like Mark's smiling, Mark's smirking, it makes me <laughs> smile more. So they have got like this wrong impression from me smiling because I'm laughing at them. So uh, that's very funny. <laughs> um but yeah, that is pretty much it. Let's do uh shout-outs and where people can find us and what we do and, and all of that good stuff. Uh and let's start with Mika.
3: Oh God, I was not ready for that. Um hi, I'm Mika. You can find me everywhere at Mika Burton. Do I have things happening? I don't know, you guys. I don't. I don't. I can't critter think- hug. Hug. Oh yeah, I do critter hug on the Critical <laughs> Role channel. Thank you, Bark. Uh, go watch that. Um, I that uh, Nate.
4: Hello. Um. I I, I absorbed.
0: You're all the worst. I, I absorbed <laughs> the
4: energy of like I don't know anything about anything at all so um i i was i was gonna be like vote but that's 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 over that's done done done,
0: now
4: i i got nothing um i I hope everyone had a great season two episode one
0: there you go thanks man yeah
3: don't forget though he wants to battle he's nate wants to battle plug 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 your handle
4: oh i should plug i'm i've been streaming at youtube.com
3: nice there you go there we go
4: Opening Pokemon cards. This is this is from today, and it's all trash, which is great.
0: <laughs> Shady, there you go. I'm sure that uh, yeah, if you want to, we'll have some more uh, Pokemon-related shenanigans coming yeah. up when uh, Shady tells us about what he does. That's Let's do me. Anna. That's oh, what?
1: They <laughs> tagged me. Yeah. No. Go I ahead, Anna. It. Go ahead. The DM makes the rules. I just rules. thought it'd
0: be funnier to go to Anna and then
1: come back to you. But yeah. No. Since
2: we're talking about Pokemon cards, we should go to Shady. We should
1: go Shady. All right. We'll get it out of the way. Hi guys. I'm Shady Penguin. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Shady Penguin. It's gonna be the best place to go because right now I'm opening a bunch of different cards, including Pokemon cards, on Shady Penguin Collects. I tweet out those videos when I do upload every single day. Uh, also, this episode was fantastic. I hope you guys had a good time. Nate's wearing my shirt, and I've been gleaming on the inside ever since. Uh, it's a of Penguin shirt, and it makes me real happy. I'm going to tag Anna.
0: Uh,
2: I My next show will be tomorrow. I'll be on Ven's guest house, and there will be some D&D stuff. I'm going to be teaching Chrissy, their host, uh, how to make a character and playing her first D&D Aww. session with her, just a short one. Um And then on Friday, it will be the second episode of Extra Brains, which is my new brainstorming talk show with DJ Wheat, who was my co-host of Twitch Weekly, and who I've worked worked with and for for a very long time before I left Twitch. Yeah. And the show is um, us attempting to lend our brain power to you. So we take submitted questions and talk over topics and try to solve any problems and lend you whatever brainstorming power we have. So this will be our first episode that's all just that instead of you know introducing ourselves and getting to know. And then on Monday, I'll have um, Echoes of Eternity, which is a Star Wars role-playing show that'll be on my channel. Um, Extra Brains is also on my channel. I think that's it until next, this show. Mark,
0: what about you? Uh, Hey, you can catch me doing more dungeon mastering on my D&D show. It's called High Rollers D&D. Uh, me and a bunch of my UK friends, we've been doing it for nearly five years now. It's going to be our fifth year anniversary in January. Uh, we're going through our second campaign at the minute. That's on twitch.tv forward slash High Rollers d It's also on YouTube. It's a podcast. Um, come along and check that out. That's like my main show I do. I also have a YouTube channel, which I've just recently started back up. I started a brand new channel and I've been uploading there. Lots of funny stuff like me doing my Halloween costume, um, me doing like D&D stuff and then LARP and all sorts of nonsense on there uh and then i'm gonna hopefully start twitch streaming again on my channel which is sherlock underscore humes including this friday where i think i'm gonna be super weird and just stream me reading a book for like eight hours and love
2: it that's That's it it's
0: just gonna be me reading so uh come and watch that maybe um but yeah uh that's it so come and check out that stuff that i do um thanks again for an amazing episode one of season two i'm super glad to be back uh I think we're pretty much out of time, but uh, yeah, we. I hope you guys have had fun. You guys had fun, yeah, yeah, good. I'm glad. Uh, we'll be That's back. That's fine. Yeah, we'll be back next week, um, and then we'll see where all of these accusations and the mysteries and the suspicion goes. I'm sure that there's a great explanation for everything i'm uh,
2: sure i'm sure that was so fun to have like a mystery whodunit episode thank you Marcus.
3: i so was just cool. happy yes. to have stumped the dm for like five seconds that was dude dope. yeah <laughs> i did the bloodhound
0: thing that was a total uh galaxy brain i was like yeah oh, that's <laughs> a thing that. so yeah uh we will see how that all progresses next next week for more nights of evening star take care everybody we love cowabunga you bras. cowabunga dudes